Hello and welcome to Pretend We're Besties. My name is Nicole and I am very grateful that you're tuning in today. I hope that you're having a great day and a great new month because we did just enter February, which I have been loving more than usual. I always love love and Valentine's Day, but this year it's just really hitting the spot. It's doing something for me that it usually doesn't do. And I think that it's like the self-love aspect of it because I have been really embracing it more than I have ever in my life. And I've always been pretty happy with myself, but you know, we always have those little sticky spots and I've been really conquering those lately. So this month is just super special to me because I am my own Valentine this month and I do have a boyfriend. <laughs> I do have a boyfriend and he is my valentine as well but I told him listen I am my valentine first and you're gonna have to make room for my valentines with myself and our valentines together as a couple so this is just your reminder you do not have to be in a relationship or have someone you're talking to or some type of love interest to enjoy and celebrate valentine's day Celebrating Valentine's Day as a single person seems so fun and exciting and oh, I'm just so excited for all of you single folk out there. I love being in a relationship so much. It's so important to me, but you single folk out there, you're going to really have a fun time on Valentine's Day and I hope that you do. Please do something special for yourself. Get yourself gifts, get yourself flowers, go the whole nine yards because you deserve it and you deserve that treatment every day, but especially on Valentine's Day when we kind of think that unless you're in a relationship, then, you know, this isn't for you. Which segues perfectly into what I want to talk about today, which is confidence and a little bit of self-love because I've kind of realized that they are separate. And for a while, I was thinking, okay, well, I love myself, so I'm confident. But the confidence part comes with work, as does the self-love. But you can have self-love and not be confident, but you can't have confidence without self-love. So I just want to talk a little bit about how I've been interpreting these two things, especially confidence, because that has really been coming up for me. And working on and prioritizing my confidence has been a game changer for me. I say that about everything that I talk about, but truly confidence is going to be the foundation to the rest of your life. The way that you are treated by other people, the way that you treat yourself, the opportunities that you get. Just the way that you carry yourself, the way that you interpret things, the way that your reality is built really just comes down to confidence and it is so much more than the common person would think it is which I could do episodes and episodes and episodes on confidence so this one I just kind of want to start scratching the surface a little bit about what it means to me so confidence to me is being able to trust yourself where you're so sure of your capabilities opinions and thoughts and you just kind of have this divine trust and faith in yourself that is unshakable. And there's two pillars to confidence that you can build separately and work on separately. But once they come together, that builds true confidence. 
So you kind of can't just pull confidence out of nowhere because it's not something that is instinctual. It is not something that will come naturally to you. It's something that you have to build. And we all know that saying that Rome wasn't built in a day and your confidence sure as hell is not going to be built in a day either. Maybe not even multiple days or weeks or months or years even. Confidence is a lifelong journey and you constantly constantly will be doing things that will be building up your confidence whether it is consciously or intentionally or not but these two pillars are trust and self-love and these two together will come together to bring you that unshakable confidence that will stick with you and continue to build and snowball on top of itself so self-love in my opinion, is loving yourself like you would love a partner or a family member or some other entity outside of yourself. And I say that because a lot of people are like, oh, I hate myself. I'm so disgusting. I'm so blah, blah, blah. And I just like to think, would you say that to your family member or your partner? Like, no, you would never say that and you never want them to feel like that. And if you ever heard them saying that to themselves, you would be like, oh my god, stop. Stop being so silly. Like, that's not true at all. Why would you say that? That's not nice. But yeah, we do it to ourselves so comfortably and so easy to the point that it becomes a habit that you might do without even thinking. And that's where we really need to start breaking this down and replace that with neutral thinking, neutral comments about yourself, or positive comments if you're wanting to build up your self-love, but I love this perspective, especially how I was just talking about Valentine's Day. If you're single, or even if you're in a relationship, what would you do for your partner for Valentine's Day? And would you do that for yourself? So you kind of just have to treat yourself on the same terms as you would with a partner or a family member. If you would go all out of your way for their birthday and throw them a party and take them to expensive dinner and get them a bunch of presents and set up a nice little scene for them. Would you do that for yourself? If you think that they deserve it, which, you know, you should think that about your partner, but why can't you deserve that too? Don't you want them to think that you deserve it as well? So it's strange to me how when it comes to relationships, we always have these high standards, which we should have high standards for our partners, but we want them to treat us like a queen and want to spoil us, but we don't even think that we should get that from ourselves. So it's just strange to me in that sense, and it kind of puts it into a different perspective, And especially when it comes to manifesting, if you're wanting someone that will do all that for you, you have to do it for yourself first. And another thing, not sure if this would apply to everybody, but for me personally, I am an animal lover. I have five pets and I love them like my children and like an extension of my soul and being. So when I'm feeling bad about myself and like, oh, I'm such a failure, I'm so blah 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 whatever I think about what if I was telling my pets that and my heart breaks like more than thinking about telling (laughs) this sounds so awful 
like even a little bit more than telling like a real person things like that which I would never do but thinking about it it hurts more when I think of if my animals could understand English and I told them that they're failing and they're not good enough like doesn't that hurt like imagine a little kitty being told that or a dog or whatever pets you have so I think I'm gonna treat myself like that like why do we think that our tenderness can't extend to ourselves as well I love myself just like I love my boyfriend and my family and my pets. I am my own little also partner, family, and little pet as well, which leads me to my next one um, about self-love, which is taking care of yourself. When I feel like I'm neglecting myself, I'm not feeding myself properly, I'm not letting my you know brain be stimulated properly with things that are actually good for my brain and not just scrolling on social media all the time. I also like to think about my pets and I think what if I just didn't feed them or what if I just gave them a cheeseburger every day? I would never do that because I don't want to neglect them. I want to do what's best for them. So when I get into like this weird place where I stop taking care of myself like I should I think about well let's just pretend that I'm my own little pet I know how much I love my pets and how much I want to care for them and make sure they're getting the proper care that they need so let's just play little pet shop simulator and I'm gonna be a little pet and I'm gonna make sure I get my little snacks and I'm gonna have my little toy and I'm gonna go outside sounds absolutely psychotic I know but Next time that you're in a little rut, just think, okay, let's just pretend that I am my favorite pet. How would I want them to be treated if they were feeling like this? Or a partner. Whatever you want, whatever works for you, whatever pulls at those little strings. For me, it's the pets. Um, also, self-love includes being attentive to your needs, like what I was just talking about. Um, nurturing yourself as if you were a loved one, which you are, being forgiving and intentional, not saying hurtful things to yourself, and holding space for your emotions and feelings, and learning that your feelings are just as valid as you think that everyone else's are. And this comes, all of this is coming with like this weird comparison of, well, how would you want other people to be treated by you? But it's so valid though, because you are obviously capable of understanding that other people are just that. They're human. They're going to have flaws. They're going to have imperfections. But they also have so many other things that make them deserving of basic human respect and care and validity of their feelings and emotions. And you are one in the same with that. You are no special exception you are allowed to make mistakes. You are allowed to be a human being. You are not a robot. You are a human being. And it is normal for you to have things that you think maybe is not ideal. Maybe there's certain traits that you have that you would rather not have. But I like to think of it like this. Picture maybe don't picture this because this is going against what I'm saying. But if you had to be someone else if you're in a place where you're thinking, oh, I hate myself, I hate everything about me, why can't I just be like them? They seem like they have it perfectly put together. They're perfect. They have no flaws. 
their personality is perfect, their looks are perfect, their life is perfect. Now picture being that person. They have things that they don't like about themselves. Every single person does. There is going to be no ideal world where you're going to love everything about yourself. That you're going to be perfectly okay with every little aspect of yourself and your body and your life. That is just not possible. And the first step for me for self-love is accepting that, that that's not real. Bella Deed has things that she hates about herself. Haley Bieber has things that she hates about herself. Kendall Jenner has things that she hates about herself. Kylie Jenner, I don't know. Those are just people that I feel like everyone looks up to. But literally the most perfect person in the world that you think that you could pick out has a plethora of things that they dislike about themselves. So even if you were them, you're still not going to be happy. This sounds super negative. I don't mean like that you're just never going to be happy with anything. The point is that you are stuck in your one body with yourself. You are your right hand for the rest of your life. So you better strap in and get comfortable, mama, because that is not going to change. You have to accept these things about yourself and once you accept the fact that you are not going to be perfect and that everyone has a little something that they're not completely in love with, once you accept that, then you can start learning how to actually be content with those things about yourself and that doesn't mean that you think that it's perfect and amazing. When people come off like that and say, oh, I'm perfect. I love every single little thing about myself. They are probably lying and you don't have to feel like shit if you can't say that you love every little tiny detail of yourself. It's okay if you can't say that and that is impossible. Maybe it is possible, but in my experience, I think reaching for that is not the goal. Like I said, the goal is to just be comfortable with the fact that you're a human being. And once all of that is wrapped up in a little package with a bow, a little letter that says, or a little present that says, you are a human being, you're not perfect. Once you unwrap that and you get comfortable with it, now you can start building up the love and the confidence. Because until you do that, you're going to be stuck in an endless cycle of being disappointed because you are not a perfect robot. I had to relocate, so if the audio sounds a little different or worse, I'm sorry about that. And I kind of did just say the same thing over and over again, but it is so important to realize and acknowledge that you might be putting yourself to an unrealistic and unobtainable standard. And that's not fair to you, and you deserve to be treated like a human being, like you treat everyone else. You deserve to give that love that you give to everyone else, that forgiveness that you give to everyone else. You deserve to receive that from yourself as well. You deserve to give yourself grace and be tender with yourself. Don't you want other people to treat you like that? Of course you do. We all do. We all want everyone to see us for who we are and be understanding. But why don't we act like that for ourselves? 
So once you kind of just open up this door and let yourself be exactly who you are, you can start building up that self-love. You can start getting to the nitty-gritty little things that beforehand you maybe couldn't stand about yourself but now you're like okay well I understand that and it's okay and we can work on it because everything about yourself that you don't like you can work on in some way and that doesn't mean changing it completely it could be changing just the way that you look at it and now I want to touch on the trust pillar of confidence and this is my sticky spot when it comes to this and I think that it is for a lot of people as well because we get to this self-love and we work on that and we get to the destination that we think we should be at and of course everyone is on their own journey but we kind of get to this place where like okay I'm okay with myself now I love myself but why don't I feel a hundred percent confident Why are these little things still coming up that I feel unsure about? And usually when it comes to the trust aspect, it comes to things that aren't really physical. It's things that are more like your personality and your habits. And this all comes down to the trust that you have built within yourself. And the way to build this trust is to, number one, do what you say you're going to do. And two going through hard things, getting over obstacles. That is how you build trust within yourself. The number one way to build trust and to in turn build your confidence is to prove to yourself that you are who you say you are. If you say that you are honest and you're smart and hardworking, say that those are three qualities that you would write about yourself if someone said, okay, write your good qualities. What is your proof that you are those things or are those things that you just want to be? Can you trust that you're going to show up as each of those things every day? Unless you do that, you will not be as confident as you want to be. And this is when it becomes different than self-love to me in my perspective because self-love You can sit and you can build that and you don't have to really actively take action. You have to take action, but it's a different action like within yourself and your mindset and breaking that down. But when it comes to confidence and the trust, in order to build that, yes, you need that self-love. That's one of the pillars, but you also need the trust. And to build that, you need to take action. The only way that you can build it is by doing things by proving that you are who you say you are, by taking action to show yourself that these things that you say about yourself are true. Now, this is going to look different for everybody because everybody has an idea of who their ideal self is, and that does not look the same at all across the board in any way. But just an example, say every night you go to bed thinking, okay, Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to cook myself a delicious home-cooked breakfast And then I'm going to sit at my desk and work. And then every morning after that, you sleep in, then you go to McDonald's for breakfast, and then you watch TikTok. You are not going to be confident. You will never build your confidence until you can trust yourself. You have to eliminate the self-betrayal because every time you say that you're going to do something for yourself with good intentions in mind to improve yourself in some way, like waking up earlier and eating a home-cooked meal, 
Every time you say that you're going to do that and you don't, you're betraying yourself. You're not holding up to what you're telling yourself that you're going to do. Would you do that to your friend or your partner or your parent? If you told them, okay, I'm going to do this for you, you can depend on me. Would you just turn around and betray them and not hold up your end of your promise? Each time that you don't show up for yourself, you are breaking this trust down little by little and subconsciously you're going to feel less confident because you aren't doing what you say that you're going to do. And there is obviously exceptions to this. There's times when you absolutely need to rest and you need to be tender with yourself. But let's be real here. There are these times when it just comes down to discipline and showing up for yourself in the way that you intended to. But you let other things take priority over that, like wanting to watch TikTok or whatever it is. You have to be real with yourself and acknowledge your weaknesses. Being aware of your weaknesses, knowing each weakness in and out, will be your greatest strength. What is going to come between you and your highest self? What's coming between you and showing up? For yourself and showing up as who you say you are and who you want to be. Once you figure out your weaknesses, you have to eliminate the self-betrayal and this is the hardest part in my opinion. Yes, the self-love and yes, the being real and honest with yourself and admitting your weaknesses, that's hard. But to me personally, this is the hardest part because once you've gotten through that, all that's left for you to do is to show up. All you have to do is to start and be who you say that you're going to be. It sounds easy. It's a lot easier said than done. But now all that comes in is discipline and having a stronger desire to be your most confident self, to love yourself and show up for yourself over doing whatever your weaknesses and distractions and excuses are. You have to choose your highest self and you have to choose to rise above all the little things that are holding you back. And this isn't going to look the same for anyone by any means. Everyone has different ideas of who their ideal self is and what that looks like for them. So it really, this comes down to you. Don't look to anyone else to figure out what you should be like and what will make you feel the most confident. Just look to yourself and I really like when people say fake it till you make it because it's so true. Even if faking it means showing up, pretending that you want to show up and that you are enjoying this, maybe you don't want to wake up early but you're just like okay I'm just going to pretend and I'm going to get up and just pretend like this is the best time ever. And I'm such a morning person. And I love waking up. Because eventually that will align and you won't be pretending anymore. If it's truly what you want. And after faking it till you make it, once you've made it, you will have a fat stack of proof that you are who you say you are. And that you can show up for yourself and you can trust yourself that you're not going to betray yourself over and over and over again. And this will build a beautiful foundation of confidence and self-love and trust 
that you will continue to build on and that will evolve and flourish for the rest of your life. So that is pretty much all I wanted to touch on today. I did make an Instagram for the podcast. It is just pretend we're besties. So you can follow that over there. And my Instagram is Nicole Serbel. And thank you for listening. If you want, you can follow, like, review, whatever, so that more people can be besties with us. So thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. I hope you have a wonderful week and wonderful, gorgeous, delicious Valentine's Day. Bye!